We're in front of a mine that uh, has a, an MPV at current prices of $200 million US, and it's uh, increasing. Joining us for a conversation is Arturo Bonias, the CEO of Magna Gold. Mr. Bonias, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Glad to have you on the program to share the opportunity before us in Magna Gold. Before we delve into company specifics, Mr. Bonias, please introduce us to Magna Gold and the opportunity the company presents to shareholders. Well, Magna Gold is uh, the newest gold producer in Mexico. The company was created three years ago, and we've now become a, a gold producer, an explorer, and developer. We are in northern Mexico, and we have a fantastic team. You know, in three years, that just shows, it just demonstrates, I should say, really, the business and geological acumen of your entire team. Let's go on site and find out more. Sir, take us to Sonora, Mexico, and get us acquainted with your property bank, beginning with the San Francisco Gold Mine. The San Francisco Mine is a gold-producing mine that Magna Gold acquired uh, last year, a year ago. And uh, we've just gone through the milestone of becoming and putting the company back again into full-scale production. Uh, the mine is located in central Sonora. And along with the, the mine, we do have other exploration targets in the vicinity. We have gold and silver properties, some of them quite advanced, that we are going to begin exploring very, very soon. How was your team able to acquire the San Francisco gold mine? Well, it was interesting. The mine is a geological deposit that was very well known by our team. Uh, when we acquired it, the, the company that had it uh, was uh, trying to sell it. Uh, the company uh, was divesting its properties. And uh, we were, I guess, the, the right ones to acquire it because we, we didn't know we had the team to, to move it forward. Let's find out more about the grade and tonnage. Please walk us through the mineral reserves and resources on the San Francisco gold mine. Of course, we, we bought, <clears throat> according to a 43-101 report that we commissioned last year, we acquired 1.43 million ounces of gold in the uh, resource category measured and indicated. And those resources were calculated at $1,500 gold. And out of that, we uh, produced a mine plan uh, that extracts 750,000 ounces of gold at a, with a strip ratio of 2.5. And uh, that, it's important to say that that was calculated at 1350 gold uh, for, for its uh, guideline. Now, discussing those economics, how do those numbers change with today's gold price? Well, they, they should look different. <clears throat> of course, we, we can run them at $1,800 gold. Uh, but for the moment, we, we are maintaining uh, the projections uh, at the same prices, being conservative. And, and another reason is because we are adding ounces as we go with additional drilling. So, uh, so the numbers should look much better when we finalize both our drilling and see how the price situation uh, uh, looks for the next three years. If it's a higher price, we'll have a higher MPV. The San Francisco mine is now in full-scale production. Tell us more about the economics, sir. Yes, um, 
we took over the mine in May of last year. And as of June 1st of this year, this month, we're back at full-scale production. The mine is now uh, generating sufficient ore for a process facility that is processing between 18,000 and 20,000 tons of, of uh, ore per day, which is the rated capacity. And uh, we are also, we, we uh, built uh, new leach pads, and so we're back to normal. The company is now uh, beginning June 1, generating uh, cash, uh, which is quite fantastic. Please walk us through the economics of the PFS and how the ramp up will impact the all-in sustaining costs over the life of the mine. Well, the, the ramp up, uh, I'll give you a couple of numbers here. The ramp up, uh, during that period, we had a strip ratio of eight to one. And the life of mine strip ratio is 2.5 to one. So just imagine what we had to remove the first year to get us where we are at now. Economics um, change dramatically. And generally, the first year is generally known as getting tried to get to commercial production. We, we called it full scale, trying to get back to full scale production. And, and generally, all of that is capitalized. Uh, so the, uh, the mine uh, looks very, very good in terms of a rate of return and, and the money we put in. Because we were certain, we were we made sure that uh, we uh, didn't over dilute the company uh, by by getting there. So so we are uh, we are in front of a mine that uh, has a, an MPV at current prices of two hundred million dollars U.S. and it's uh, increasing. Let's do a comparison among your peers. What is the value proposition in leverage to gold that shareholders have in Magna Gold? Well, I'll give you some comparison. Um, as I said, currently the MPV of the mine, of the mine, mine production plan is say $200 million uh, US at current prices. Uh, we are trading at, uh, our market cap today is about 90 million Canadian, which is it's way uh, under, underrated, uh, just on MPV values. So uh, when we, uh, get to and show that we've uh, completed a full quarter of full production, we are here expecting an important re-rating on our stock price. And the same with gold. We've, uh, we use uh, generally uh, for long-term projections uh, $1,760 gold. Uh, and, uh, but uh, with, with the, the, the leverage to gold, it's very important here. Look, we are uh, our, our uh, uh, nav. Uh, our our price uh, or nav is at 0.34, so we we're underrated. Yeah, speaking of that undervaluation, I have a rolodex of names, and they are all under the same opinion that Magna Gold's share price and market cap, I should say, is completely undervalued. And that's exactly why we're honored to have you here on the program today. Does the San Francisco gold mine have room for expansion? Oh, completely, uh, plenty. And that's uh, one of the reasons we wanted to acquire the mine. It was not because of what it had already, which we certified, uh, but the potential to grow and uh, important potential to grow. We, we were there many years ago as Timmins Gold, 
and we were able to drill some of these areas, the new areas. And I can talk about fundamental growth in resources in the next uh, few years, a couple of years. Uh, we, we have not even touched the surface on this property. Sounds exciting. Magna <laughs> Gold was busy in uh, 2020 with the acquisition of additional projects that balance out the property bank with some compelling gold and silver projects that will serve as catalysts for shareholders moving forward. Can you introduce us to the remaining property bank and the highlights of each, respectively, beginning with the Mercedes? <clears throat> yes, Mercedes was our first acquisition. That's how we began as a company. It's a very nice property, very interesting we drilled it off. We drilled. We put a few holes um, uh, at the beginning because it was according to our budget, uh, and uh, all of our holes hit it. And so we're now talking about putting a, a putting together a a start. You can say a starter starter uh, leach plant there, or a starter pit, which we are assessing. But also Mercedes is uh, a system within the Sierra Madre where you have. Uh, we found. The, multiple underground mine works uh, centuries ago old and we obtained extremely high grades of copper um, very very high grades of silver on those other areas uh, and uh, gold so we barely again touched the surface on the mercedes property so that's where we that's what made magna and that uh, is the as i, as I said uh, that was our, our initial transaction then we bought the San Francisco mine, uh, which has uh, within the package of properties that we acquired, more than 40,000 hectares all together in the state. We have six targets within it. And uh, outside of the area in Chihuahua, we acquired the Margarita Silver project. And we're very excited about it. That's a high grade silver mine. So we have many areas to grow and we are very disciplined in our approach so we've prioritized and we will start drilling first the properties that will bring a more value to the company in the shortest period of time and that is uh, margarita to begin with uh, where we expect to complete a pea in q1 of next year that's uh, that i think would be um, an underground, uh, high, very high-grade silver mine, located in a very interesting area uh, in, in Chihuahua, uh, and uh, then we have our other priorities. Uh, that's outside of the San Francisco pit. The other priority is a potential satellite uh, pit, four kilometers north of the San Francisco pit, and uh, so so we have all of these catalysts uh, that we'll start bringing forward. Um, the San Francisco mine itself, as I said, it has a tremendous potential. We have uh, drill plants. And uh, so our approach is uh, systematic. We are following a maximization of MPB for the company, which, you know, that guides us. And we keep uh, looking at things. Uh, the, the, we've been uh, looking at potential M&A because we have the team. We have the team to, to do something. And I, I believe that... Uh, M&A is uh, important, very important for, for our Magna Gold. And you've already demonstrated great use of optionality here uh, with the San Francisco mine, and it looks like the success is going to continue. Before we leave the property bank, multi-layered question, what is the next unanswered question for Magna Gold, and when can we expect a response, and what will determine success? Yes, yeah, so it's, uh, 
we have a very clear idea uh, what follows. First of all, increase in resources and reserves at the San Francisco pit and surrounding areas. We have another pit, La Chichara. And uh, you have a response uh, by the end of the year when we add uh, more ounces. Actually, we will have a response sooner than that because we've already fixed the, not fixed, but we have already increased minor reserves on 2021 and 2022. They are not published yet. Uh, and uh, so that's uh, the other. The other is uh, the Margarita Silver Project. Uh, we expect to give you a response, a good response in the form of a PEA, a preliminary economic analysis early next year, which we believe we will have a very nice surprise. And then we have the other pipeline of uh, projects within our land, our, pack, our package land. Uh, the, the next one is a potential satellite uh, pit, open pit deposit, not far from the mine. Then we have a gold property called San Judas. It's an amazing property and that we should be expecting uh, uh, to give you results uh, by Q1, Q2 next year. And our silver portfolio, we have a silver mine. We have a silver property called La Pima, which we drilled last year. So we're trying to figure out how to uh, put together all of this uh, very interesting land package and targets that we have. And uh, we, we hope to give you a response soon, as soon as possible. <laughs> Sounds like a busy 2021. And again, it just it underscores the value proposition before us here in Magna Gold. Let's discuss some important topics germane to the projects. Are your projects 100% owned? Oh, yes. <clears throat> The the principal projects are ours. Um, the San Francisco mine and all the surrounding targets are ours. Uh, the Margarita Silver Mine is completely ours. The other properties that we have are optioned, but we're optioned at very uh, very very good terms for the company. So we we will eventually um, exercise the option if the properties go well. But those are more early stage exploration. And as I said, you know, we have four to five year option agreements to give us time to to explore. We're going to get into some numbers later in this discussion. But from a capital expenditure standpoint, how is infrastructure on your projects? <clears throat> it's amazing. Well, you see uh, the San Francisco mine is just next to the 14 highway uh, as long as as well as the, the 40,000 hectares there. Uh, we're connected uh, to uh, the United States in uh, it's so an hour and a half drive to the north. It's a two-hour drive from where I am now, uh, giving this interview, which is home for me. Uh, the Mercedes property, amazing. It's uh, it's about uh, uh, 500 meters from the highway, <laughs> also next to a power line uh, in a good area in the Sierra Madre uh, mineralized gold belt. We have good neighbors there. We have Minera Alamos, Agni Coego, Alamos Gold, and others. And uh, the Margarita Silver Project is also uh, next to uh, a, uh, a mine called Los, Los Gatos uh, Mining Inc., which used to be called Sunshine Silver Mines. So uh, you can see the power lines uh, going from the property. So we, we feel very fortunate to, to be uh, so close to infrastructure in all our properties. 
Speaking of neighbors, what is your relationship with the indigenous people? Oh, great. <clears throat> we, we don't call them indigenous here. In, uh, we call them uh, our neighbors, uh, the local townships. And uh, we, we have a, an amazing uh, uh, relationship with uh, the people from the San Francisco mine. Uh, they were next to the town. And uh, they, uh, we've been neighbors for many years, and and we take good care of. Uh, we were very active on ESG with the community, and uh, the they they really I think they really like us. And the other properties are, you know, they're not uh, they're not they don't have uh, important cities or towns nearby. So so we 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 make sure that we deal with the surface owners, the property the surface property owners in a good manner, which we haven't had any problems till yet. And and we bring, you know, a mine like Margarita, you know, will bring a, a lot of employment in, in, in the area. So we're very, we, I feel very, very comfortable with, uh, with our relationships with the local communities. Magna Gold is accelerating at an exceptional pace from exploration to production. What are the company's goals and strategy that the company will use to accomplish its stated goals for 2023? Well, we are, when we began, when we founded the company, uh, we said that we were going to be an intermediate uh, precious metals producer. And I actually stated that by 2023, we should have been we should be producing 200,000 ounces of uh, gold equivalent ounces per year. And that by same year, that same year, we should have 5 million ounces of gold resources or gold equivalent resources in the ground. So we are one third of the way there. And uh, when we finish this year, we should be more than 50% of the way to to, the, to those targets. Uh, and uh, we, we are a, an agile company. We do things uh, disciplined, fast, and we have the the contacts, the the ability to do it. So we're on our way there. <clears throat> we're on our way. We've discussed the good. Let's address the bad. What can go wrong, and what are your action plans to mitigate that wrong? Well, that's a question that I always get asked, and, and I always respond, you know, with some specific problem. But really, after we did it, the San Francisco mine, the way we turned that around, is really. <laughs> There's a feeling that the team has sort of invincible, so nothing really. Uh, no, I sleep well at night. Uh, I know that, uh, and everybody knows that mining is is not an easy industry. Uh, but I'm I feel good because we are we are we have a very resourceful team, and that is uh, a guarantee that anything that happens. Uh, we'll we'll solve it. Look, the price of gold. Uh, if we our costs, cash costs uh, at the mine, the San Francisco mine, we have one thousand and fifty dollars per per, uh, per ounce projected over the next seven years. But we are working on making Magna a sub eight hundred dollar gold producer with all its properties uh, with the silver properties added the expansion of the San Francisco pit, the other areas. And we can do that because of economies of scale. Uh, I didn't mention that we actually opened up an underground mine at the San Francisco pit on one of the walls. And that's still giving us that's giving us uh, gold. 
So all of those activities help us will help us to be a sub $800 per ounce gold. So that would be the only thing if, if gold prices really drop. But I don't think we'll see a, we see that in the near term. Switching gears, let's discuss the people responsible for increasing shareholder value. Mr. Bonillas, please introduce us to your board of directors and management teams, and what skill sets do they bring to Magna Gold? Of course, we have a six, six board members on our board of directors. I'll start with Parviz Farsanchi. Parviz is a, an amazing engineer, a PhD in mining engineering. Parviz was uh, the COO of Inco Valley in charge of all its operations. He also has experience in Mexico. He was the CEO of Scorpio Mining and uh, very seasoned, uh, he's uh, his real help. We have Laura Diaz. Laura is the former director of Mines of Mexico. Uh, I've known her for years. And Laura is uh, very well connected. And besides knowing uh, the, the, peop the the law, the mining law and its regulations, and uh, so it's a, it's a fantastic help. Alex Akumis, uh, Alex uh, was our BP corporate development years ago at Timmins Gold. He's right now, uh, he's very seasoned in that uh, area, uh, corporate development, investor relations. He's a great counsel for me personally, he's been a great. Uh, and then we have Colin Sutherland, he was uh, president of McEwen Mining. Before that, I met him years ago, uh, and then he joined the Timmins Gold as our CFO. Uh, very seasoned, uh, and uh, we have, uh, he's our CFO and director, so we need to find another direct, independent director. And then on the board is also Miguel Bonilla. Miguel, uh, I, I met Miguel about 14 years ago. He came to work with the group and the team, and he, he's uh, evolved to a point where he is uh, fundamental to the company, and he deals with everything else besides uh, uh, production, but everything else, permitting taxes, treasury union. And, and uh, Miguel Angel Soto, our VP Exploration, Miguel and I have been working together for probably more than 30 years uh, in, in different companies. And Miguel is also very seasoned. Uh, he's well known in the country and uh, he's uh, really uh, an important asset to Magna Gold and it's part of the, the team for years. I see there's a prominent name that you omitted there. Who is Arturo Benias and what makes him qualified <laughs> for the task at hand? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank you. I'm, uh, I was born in a mining town uh, called Cananea. Uh, and at the time, that mine was the largest mine in Mexico. It's a copper mine. It was being owned by was owned by Anaconda Mining, which is no longer there. Then, uh, so I, I went to school at the University of Arizona. I'm an industrial engineer. So as soon as I got out of school, I began working at, the, at that mine. Uh, as, uh, I was in charge of the software development for cash flow development. I was a programmer, Fortran programmer. And then I got involved in uh, the, at the time, you know, the the software was being developed for, for optimization of pit designs. And uh, so I went, I, I started getting involved in, in all the areas of mining. I ended up being the head of purchasing for the company. Then I moved on to uh, 
uh, as uh, vice president of exploration and, and uh, new projects of a, a company that was a joint venture between uh, Frisco, which is Carlos Lim, and Placer Dome. Uh, we developed the Mulatos project from basically zero to a million ounces. Mulatos uh, is now what's called Alamos Gold. We developed other other mines, San Francisco, I mean the uh, San Felipe mine in Northern Baja. It also became a producer. And then in 1993, I, I went on my own and uh, been a, uh, a, a say promoter, uh, operator and explorer since then. And the uh, the latest was Timmins Gold and Silvermax Resources uh, uh, before Magna Gold, which uh, and uh, I am a Mexican citizen, and I love what I do. <laughs> well said. How about boots on the ground? Who do you have on your technical team, sir? Well, it's me. <laughs> I live here, uh, but on a technical team, uh, we have uh, our our uh, mine uh, operators we have our Raul Elizalde he's a young man uh, that uh, also we hired uh, when we built the mine for the first time he's now the the director of production of the San Francisco mine uh, he's the one uh, basically responsible to turn things around in the field and uh, we have well I mentioned Miguel Soto on exploration and uh, uh, so those are fundamentally our, our guys on the ground. Uh, as I said, I live here. And we've just uh, began to put together uh, a, a, a very nice uh, team in Canada. We, we were slow in, in putting together the team because we were a capital pool corporation initially. Now we have a full board uh, with, with all of its committees. Uh, we don't have an office yet. Uh, everybody works from home, um, but we have, uh, uh, besides our CFO, we have a VP of finance in Canada, Gregory Barbier. And uh, uh, we also have now, we just, uh, joined, he just joined us, uh, our VP corporate development. His name is Amandeep Singh. And he just joined us. He came, she actually at the mine last week and I don't want to forget um, Leslie Kapusianik, our, uh, our in-house lawyer, and, and more of that corporate uh, matters. Uh, so uh, I hope I didn't forget anyone, uh, but uh, they're the main, the main team. Well, I have to applaud you just in three years on all the commercial success and how you've rewarded your shareholders. It's, it's truly remarkable. It's just not common to see the success that you've had. I know you're being very modest, but I, I have to pat you on the back, sir. It's a big, big feather in your cap, and you're doing a, a phenomenal job as a CEO. Let's get into some numbers. Magna Gold released these Q1 results. Can you walk us through some of those numbers? Yes, well, the Q1 results, we were still um, in ramp up, so they're not quite representative. I have them here, but we, we were... Uh, I'll give you some uh, some trends. Uh, Q1, we were uh, producing about uh, 90 ounces per day uh, and gradually increasing them, 90 to 100. Uh, as of June, we are going to average 180 ounces per day. July will be over 200 ounces per day. So 
the the numbers that you see in Q1, they show a loss. They show a, a cash cost of $1,800. Uh, but if you deduct the strip ratio, which was 8 to 1, and you redo the numbers and bring them down to 2.5, which is life of mine, that cost is exactly $1,050 per ounce. So we are, uh, we are, um, our focus now is to increase uh, our free cash. We have payables that we have to cover, important payables, pay, big payables that were negotiated with the main contractors who have been great to us. So the next, the rest of the year will be to reduce payables and, and generate more cash and uh, get to the parameters that we have on our mine plan, which is the one that is published. Uh, 70,000 ounces per year uh, on average, which I know will be more, and uh, $1,100 per ounce cash costs, and $1,250 uh, all in. So th that's what I can say of the Q1 results. Uh, we we are we're good. Sir, please provide us the capital structure for Magna Gold. Sure. Um, we have. Oh, I've, I'm sorry. I forgot to mention our amazing shareholders. Uh, they've been uh, the our institutional shareholders have been uh, since day one with us, uh, and uh, the we have 85 million shares um, uh, outstanding, and 95 million shares fully diluted. And uh, we have about 42% institutional, which includes uh, Mr. Eric Sprott, Delbrook, uh, includes US Global, includes Metalist Capital. And I'd like to give a special mention to Metalist Capital, who are the ones who put Magna Gold together for, for, for our team. And uh, then we have two uh, important shareholders, I call them strategic shareholders. Uh, one of them is Argonaut Gold, and uh, they uh, they hold about um, let me check about 13, 14 percent of the company. Um, they uh, basically inherited the shares that we paid for the mine. We paid uh, about close to 10 million shares for the mine acquisition. We paid them to Alio Gold. Then Argonaut Gold acquired Alio. They're good. Good shareholders. They're always uh, they're always calling. They're always checking on, on how how can they help. They're very supportive. And then we have uh, another group called Peal de Mexico. Peal de Mexico are the mining contractors, and uh, they actually helped us a lot. To uh, they were fundamental in for us to acquire the mine. And they are long-term players. In the, you know when you have a mining contractor as as part of your your main shareholders. You get many things guaranteed, uh, like you know, uh, you guarantee that you will not have uh, uh, strikes, or that they will do their best to to negotiate. At times, we have to renegotiate the price with them to adapt to different circumstances. So they're they're fantastic. Pal uh, de Mexico also a fantastic uh, group, and then the you know the management is about eight percent, eight to ten percent. Uh, mostly uh, uh, options that we've given out. And plus my position, I, I, I did write an important check when we, uh, when we created the company. And, uh, and the rest is, 
uh, out there. It's uh, 14%. I think 18% is, uh, is really the float. How much cash and cash equivalents do you have? Well, by the end of this of this month, we should have uh, between 12 and 13 million dollars U.S. in the bank, and uh, and it will keep it'll go, it'll stay, it'll remain about there for the next two three months, because we'll be reducing the payables, and uh, and then it will start uh, increasing. How much debt do you have? Oh, uh, we. Basically, we don't have any any debt. We have um, we, we, we just announced a, a convertible venture for eight million US. Uh, that will be our debt, which is uh, the venture two years, strike price of uh, one twenty five, with with the Delbrook, who are a very good to the company. They've been there as CCR holders. And then we have uh, forward sales that uh, that we with Oramet, but they end uh, we finish paying them in December. So I don't consider that a debt uh, per se because it's uh, we pay them with gold. And uh, that's about it. Um, we have a, we have an NSR. Uh, actually, the accounts payable are the ones who are the the largest. Uh, that we'll be taking care of them over the next uh, four months. Sir, what is your burn rate? Well, um, the you mean uh, GNA? Oh yes, sir. Just how much expenditures go towards exploration? Oh, okay. Yeah, the exploration we have uh, a budget of eight billion dollars that we you know, we're just raising. That we're going to spend over uh, probably the next uh, two years. As I said, we will prioritize and we will keep increasing. And uh, our, our GNA in Mexico, uh, which is basically where most of the people are, is about uh, uh, $200,000 a, a month. In Canada, another $150,000. So we're, I think we're in a very good uh, a burn rate position uh, compared. It may increase. I think it will increase as we grow, as we grow the company. Are there any redundant assets on the books that we should know about? No, I don't think I don't think of anyone. All right, sir. Last question for you here: Is management charging any consultant fees for any services? No, uh, no. We are all salaried. We're all, uh, uh, the everyone in management is, uh, is an employee. In closing, sir, what keeps you up at night that we don't know about? <laughs> uh, the price of gold, maybe, not now, but really uh, not much. The, as I said, uh, things kept me up at night uh, last year because we were turning around this, this mine that was in big trouble. So I feel more and more confident now. I like, you know, we, we are there. We we reached the promised land, as I said, that we were where the gold is, a sustainable supply of ore for production, and we have good properties to explore, and uh, we want to diversify. So our goals are clear, and we have the right team. Last question: What did I forget to ask? Well, maybe maybe. Uh, 
even though you asked about it at the beginning and uh, it was brief, but Magna Gold, who 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 are what what defines us? And uh, I think that uh, we have a culture, a culture of uh, uh, of uh, people that are agile and you know, we move fast, and that are resourcefulness, uh, passionate about coming up with uh, solutions. We are experienced operators and developers in Mexico, even builders. And that's something that I'd like to to show uh, to the public. That's what we are, and uh, we're very passionate what we're doing. Mr. Bonillas, for someone listening that wants to get more information on Magna Gold, please share the website address. Yes, it's www.magnagoldcorp.com. Sir, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Wishing you and Magna Gold the absolute best, sir. You're very kind. Thank you very, very much. The information presented on Proven Improbable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.